Fellas, I know it's been quite a while since I've done an episode. Um, I just got backed up with my day job, you know what I'm saying? And I've also been weighing different ways to make this better. I've also, you know, just to admit to the audience, for those of you who are uh, consistent listeners, I'm also considering, you know, abandoning this completely. But I'm going to switch over to, like, sports nerd. Generally speaking, I just want to switch over to, like, my real name, who I am, and uh, and do sports, nerd culture, movies, films, shit, shit, the stuff that I like. Stuff I'm already legitimately passionate about. I'm not overtly passionate about men's issues. I am, but it's kind of like a moot point. Because there's no law that can put on the books that will stop men from begging women for pussy at the end of the day. And I'm not saying men in general should just abandon women, but it's just like th- th- there has to be some type of go-between in between men and women. And that's one of the things that's kind of very frustrating. Like when guys, like uh, men are very critical of a man who's essentially asking a woman to bring something to the table. This, this Every time we counter gynocentrism with something like hey women bring something to the fucking table they're saying that we're implying that they should start paying half the bills and and all that other shit and it's just like well okay if i may explain from my perspective and how i'm interpreting when guys say women bring something to the table dudes are probably okay with being the provider paying for the you know the basics and the essentials (laughs) while we're in this fucking lockdown shit i'm not in lockdown i gotta fucking work but while everybody's in this lockdown shit and you're stuck thinking about that word essential a man probably doesn't have an issue covering the the light gas water rent you know insurance all that shit car note a man's probably okay with with that where I feel and this is from personal experience before we talk about oh you're hurt and you're an incel no this is personal experience I'm going to speak on that's for somebody who's cohabitated I don't know why I was so wholly dependent on long term LTRs if you will but I've always I've been in four different situations where I cohabitated with women and uh and one of the things that I've commonly seen reoccur, which, again, I take that small sample size of four women and guesstimate that there are a lot of women like that because every single, all four of them were exactly the same when it came to this. And that's that women don't just put the essentials on you. Women will, especially nowadays in the age of online shopping and all that shit, they'll put their Amazon wish list on you, the women, whatever. So it's like you have to take on... Uh, especially there was two black girls right so two of the black chicks were like i had to take on their weave expenses them getting their hands and nails done i had to pay hundreds of dollars for them to have their girls nights outs all the time black chicks love going to fuck out to the club and all that shit so i was funding all that shit and i'm funding amazon and i'm funding uh, here here's the problem why the modern woman is so expensive and dudes are like hey bring something to the fucking table online shopping is that one doozy where i'm like this shit's ridiculous because women spend a tremendous amount of money, like, in-store shopping, you know what I'm saying? Whatever in-store, on a monthly basis, women go into stores and spend a boatload of money. Well, let's say, for example, you know, you got that. A chick spends two, three, four hundred a month on bullshit in stores, which they, a lot of women have expenses that they, in their minds, because of emotions, are going to deem as a need, but ultimately are... <laughs> It's not a need, it's some want. It's not even an essential. But emotionally, she's a woman. She's veiled her entire life around what I'm talking about today, the hedonic treadmill. But they, they're on the hedonic treadmill. 
they can be satisfied in that. And like a child, it comes back to a, an old saying I used to hear where, where people used to steal from each other and whatnot. And they were like, well, possession is nine-tenths of the law. Now, it's bullshit. That's absolute bullshit. Because you steal from somebody and you possess it. I mean, it's yours, right? So, with all that being said, you know, they... they, they with their desires, with a woman's desires, and with a child's desires, are very, very similar. Similar, and dudes who are like women or children, I think they're making a pretty fair point. And here's the thing: I, I have to go back to that. Like, look, women are pretty childish when it comes to stuff. And, and where I get that from is a child will beg and scream and cry in a store, especially. And as a parent, I can tell you this is true: for the possession of something that they want in the store candy, toy, whatever it may be. And this is especially true with toys. But they and kids do this a lot and women are like this too. They'll get a hold of something. They'll get possession of something. They won't care for it. They won't use it. They won't utilize it. It'll just be there because the mere possession is all they really need. But with all that being said, It's a very childish thing to be like that. But online shopping, let's say, like I said, let's throw this budget out there. You're doing rent, gas, lights, gas on both the car and your house, right? So you're doing utilities. Let's just go rent, utilities, insurance, car note, all that other shit. You're doing all the, and groceries. So you have all those expenses on the man. And then you add in another six, seven hundred for her her expenses and then you need your own spending money i know i'm a coffee drinker i spend two bucks a day on a coffee at work at least on work days i get i spend two dollars a day on coffee i should be really be making it at home so don't argue with me about that but there's a, a machine with beans there's a really cool machine at my, my job and it has coffee beans in it and when you pay two bucks for a little styrofoam cup and it grinds the bean the gr- coffee beans up it makes the shit like fresh. I don't know what it is about freshly ground coffee. It's fucking amazing. So I'm down for to pay that. Oh, let's see if it works six days. You're talking about six days, twelve dollars a week. So I'm gonna pay that forty-eight bucks a month for coffee. Even though I should get beans and do that myself. Probably look into that. Neither being here nor there. I have my own personal expenses as a man, but I don't. I don't do anything excessive. I don't buy sneakers. I'm not trying to stunt i don't have to buy clothes on a regular basis because i'm mostly wearing my work uniform work clothes boots um but a woman knows she's got to add something new to her wardrobe all the time she's got to go out and have lunch with the girls and do dinner with the girls and drinks with the girls and get new clothes all the fucking time and and you know they're they may add another six seven hundred a month with their own personal spending and it's like Ladies, we want y'all to go out and earn the money for that. And here's what's fucked up. It's a double-edged sword, especially talking about a marriage. In a marriage, if you got a chick that you're sending out to work, because of the fact you have a working spouse, a working woman, your divorce rate skyrockets up another 25%. If the woman works, you have a 75% chance of getting divorced. Because instead of going out and earning the money for her bullshit, because realistically, most dudes, and I was in the situation where I was like, you got to go out and earn money for the bullshit that you want. The weave and all that other shit. And what they would do is not go out and earn the money to buy the things they want. They would go out and just get your replacement who has more money and able to just buy the, take care of those extra expenses. Because men are racked and stacked off of what we have. And ultimately, 
there's an argument, hey, okay, well, fuck this. Dudes will be like, well, fuck this. It's MGTOW, right? So, all right, MGTOW. Not the solution. It's temporary, and it's something you should do whilst searching for your meaning of purpose. But make that meaning of purpose the meaning of purpose, because a lot of guys will, oh, I'm only monk mode, or I'm only this, or I'm only red pill, until I get my status elevated now that I'm a higher status male. Bam, back to the blue pill. And I know this because I've known dudes, I've known red pillars and MGTOWs in real life. I mean, maybe not. They're all, they're all of those things except in name. So they're, they're like that. And, and as soon as they upgrade their status a little bit, back to the blue pill, married again. I got no, I think I've told several stories and historically on the show about a guy I know who is, I think have been on his fifth marriage, had two, he's in his fifties, going on sixties now. And he, the first four, the first, yeah, the four ex-wives, because he's on with a fifth wife now. The first four ex-wives took all of his retirement money. So he's literally going to have to, he's working to, from till his death. He's going to have to work until he dies. He can't retire because he was in the military and two wives took that. Like he, the first two wives split his military retirement, that pension. So they're going to collect that. He's going to get zero dimes from it. And then if I'm not mistaken, he had a Roth IRA or, or something like TSP or some type of money market mutual fund or some shit that he had saved up. And uh, the next two ex-wives, because they didn't had no retirement to claim and they're not going to split that, you know, four ways, the military pension, they just split his essential savings up because they didn't have homes and, it, you know, after being cleaned out twice, he didn't have a home or nothing essential for a woman to take. So, the, you know, I think once a wife number three took his car and half of his IRAs and all that shit. And then the wife number, you know, we got another car. Wife number four took that car and all the other shit. And I want to say he had a personal pet that he went into a marriage with that I, one of the wives, I don't know which one, took. So these women are using these family courts to just take everything. And for a woman, you have to remember, she's emotional. That's all the hour is emotional. They, it's very hedonistic to just, and it, it, well, number one, it's female nature. Number two, it's hedonistic as hell to have that type of power over a man. They know they'll never physically overpower a man, but that state has given them this crazy amount of power to where they could just, I mean, take your fucking dog. Like, let's say you are, I don't know, just a guy and a dog in a little studio apartment and you get married. A bitch can take your dog. That's how powerful these family courts are. And I'm not joking. That's not hyperbole. I didn't make that up. That legitimately happened. So, given all that and losing your dog and shit nowadays, <sighs> women are very hedonistic in this. It's hedonistic to use men in this dual strategy, in this dual way. You got your really good looking guys you utilize for sex and you got your guys that you're going to utilize through the family court to fund your lifestyle. And it's just an eternal cycle of hedonism. And then you end up on this path where these women get thrown off of that lifestyle. When, they, when their looks fade, it's over for women. And it's not, look, they, they, they call the wall sexist. They say men, they're like, well, men hit the wall too. But men bring more to the table than their looks. Because when men are complaining about women not bringing anything to the table, we're talking about these women that don't clean, that don't cook, that don't do shit around the house. We're like, all right, bitch, if you're if you're just going to sit here all day and i got to cook and clean for myself, men are probably, I, I, I don't know, I, I'm happy to do that. But 
you got to contribute something. Something. You got to contribute something. You can't just be female and think because you grew up a fucking princess that it's a man's job to continue your delusion. But unfortunately, women are living in a very hedonistic existence. And with society being gynocentric, men are under the impression that they can jump into the fold and live that same type of lifestyle, the same delusion, the same way, if you will, the same dependence and decadence, but you can't. A lot of men are upset and heartbroken, getting friend-zoned all that because they're interpreting the dating market through the female perspective. They're expecting women to just fall out of the sky begging them for dick. It never has and it never will work that way except for a very, very, very small fraction of a percent of men. men. But with all that being said, you as a man would never be happy in that position anyway. And I'm finally getting to the point. It took 12 minutes, 13 minutes. But what I'm talking about is as a man, if you did live, hit the lotto and lived in hedonism like the female gender does, you'll never be satisfied. Something called the hedonic treadmill. It's like a retiree. Think about a retiree. Somebody's going to retire, and most people envision this. They want to work until they're in their 60s or whatever their age, they want to stop working. And then they want to go get a coconut with some rum in it and sit on a beach and drink out of that coconut. And I'm like, okay, that's a vacation, but if you really dig deep, like, what the fuck do you want to do with your life after you're done doing what you do now? Now, I'm not saying you have to go back to work. If you have the finances to just go sit on your ass for the rest of your life, there still needs to be something you're doing. You have to have some type of purpose. You can't just sleep for the rest of your life. I mean, unless you're in your 80s. Or some shit like that. And you're bedridden because of health and the deterioration of living that long. But realistically, you cannot just sit there and have this picture of heat. Because even you will even get sick of vacation. Because vacation is going to lead down. Do it, An eternal vacation goes down two paths. You either go broke or you get sick of where the fuck you went. So that's an example of the hedonic treadmill. You are go. You will become no. It's kind of like I hate to reference these people, but it's one of the the, the talking points of the no fap anti porn people. Now, let me give the disclaimer. I'm not some porn addict supporting porn or whatnot. But here's my argument. These people are like, let's get it banned. It's not good for you. It's not healthy. Blah blah blah. You need to have better relationships with women, and you view women in a better light. Blah blah blah. blah. But okay. I, I concede a lot of their points. I concede a tremendous amount of no fat points. But I always forward this argument. We don't need more legislation. If the adults that conduct adult videos want to make that shit, there's an audience for it. There's a big audience for it. It's not, yes, young men have become overly addicted to porn using it too much, blah, blah, blah. But there's, if you have not been paying attention to the dating market, and I know. The 80-20 rules considered incel speak. But let's just have a serious conversation about the dynamic of mating nowadays, especially in today's America. All these women are running around. They're, they're Here's what's, what the horrible thing is. They're like fat, disgusting women that you wouldn't rate two or three out of ten. These are like ones. The ones in America are running around talking about how they need a man with abs, six feet tall, six figure, seven figure income, drives a Porsche, Bugatti. They, they're they holding out for, for Christian Grey from that book. 
and they're the ugliest woman you could possibly think. She's as low value as, as the average incel. And they all run a tremendous amount of women run around as delusional as that is. So many fat acceptance women are like, I need a man who's fit. Well, bitch, you aren't fit. You eat McDonald's every fucking day. But that's neither here nor there. They're delusional. They're eternally in hedonism until 35 when they no longer have good looks. You as a man, if you were to do the same thing and live in hedonism, you would get sick of it. Yes, even if you were, the sexual dynamic was reversed as far as the mate selection and men were beating, having women beat their doors down and just, it was just raining pussy. Like for a woman, it's raining dick, right? Even in that, as a man, there's something in you naturally you have a drive to compete. I think it's called the dominant instinct. But a man has a natural drive and determination inside of him, even if it's faintly there, even if you're in, in a bit of a nihilistic point in your life and you don't care. You're going to want to achieve. You cannot, and men cannot, just defer to just pleasure. I mean, I'm a video game connoisseur myself, right? I can only do that for so long. I get jittery. I want to stand up and do something, especially now that I'm more physically active. And I like to, I like to accomplish everything I need to accomplish. And then I'll sit down and play my games. Like I don't even play my games on average, especially during the work week until I'm done with everything. Like um, if I'm on third shift, I'll come home. I'll knock out the cleaning and the cooking because I'm, I'm uh, typically I'll be meal prepped toward the end of the week. I'll have my cheat day on the last cycle of my work days. And then I'll uh, prep the next week's worth of food. And um, I'll knock all that out. I'll knock out all my cleaning. I'll be off maybe the next day. So I'll get some sleep in or adjust my schedule from changing from days to nights or nights to days. And then when I have some time in between all that, then I watch anime and then I play what games I want to play but ultimately I can't do that for very long because I'll get you know I'm like hey maybe there's something else I can accomplish and whatnot but with all that being said I'm not here to bloviate because I think a lot of what I do on here does I in as a critic of my own self come off as bloviating and um I do not intend to do that I do not intend to insult, insult men in any way shape or form but I just wanted to say like as a man it's hard to sit here and look at so many young men waiting on their lives to turn out how women's lives turned out because they've been told they were equal to men and women are better than them. Like, dude, you're not going to have the results that women have in life. You're going to have to go out and get it. Not, there's nothing that's ever going to be handed to you. And I'm not saying there aren't women that don't that go out there and get it in this life and don't, and don't have shit handed to them because there most certainly are. That's very unfortunate. I mean, I'm not into Twitch streaming, for example. But Twitch is one of the worst examples of that shit. Twitch, you got all these girls making all this money, basically doing stupid shit like sleeping and showing legs. And there'll be another girl who's like, I'm literally on here to just game. Maybe I can make some money for my entertaining stream from actual gaming. And these chicks get no followers because skin sells, sex sells, sex will always sell. With all being said, Yes, man, you're never going to have that. You're never going to live that. And that's fine. You have the burden as a, a pickup artist. Another group I fucking hate. I'm going to have to agree with them. You men, we do have the burden of performance. But where I come in, I'm like, perform for you. Date you. 
Take yourself out. Treat yourself. Take yourself on vacation. Treat you, do you. That's pretty much what my message was off of that. Because you can't live on the hedonic treadmill. But what you could do is set goals for yourself. And in between each time you achieve a goal, that's when you get your ass on there on the quote-unquote hedonic treadmill and you enjoy and do and, and indulge. Don't indulge too much. But indulge, enjoy, treat yourself. Because you are the only one that you should really be caring about. Because nobody else is going to. So that's pretty much all I had to say. Y'all, I'm going to stick around and do a couple more of these. I don't know if the podcast is sticking around long term or not. But expect a couple of more episodes this week. And I'll kind of come up with a game plan as far as what I'm going to do. As far as content creation and whatnot. So anyway, this is a fresh episode. Y'all enjoy this one. And I'm out.